Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I am your host, Diana Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me Dee because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Dee, and I'm so, so glad that you are here joining me for another fun little episode today. Today, we have the incredible Alyssa from Blue Communications on the podcast. Alyssa is a social media coach helping businesses convert followers into buyers with content that is fun and engaging. Alyssa is passionate about helping business owners feel in control, confident, and empowered to show up and serve their social media community. Using her knowledge from her marketing and journalism background, Alyssa really focuses on creating simplified social media strategies for the everyday business owner that gets results without the six-figure marketing budget. I mean, come on, how can you not love what she is about? Today, specifically, we're going to jump in and talk about all things reels. And I mean, look, you probably have a love-hate relationship with reels if you're a business owner or a content creator. Or perhaps you love them or perhaps you completely hate them. But for most of us, it's kind of a love-hate thing, right? We know the power of reels and we know that Instagram is still very much uh, prioritizing reels in terms of reach. They have, and you have a bigger opportunity to go viral basically. For many of my reels, I am reaching uh, more viewers than I have followers. And when you're trying to grow and you're in that startup or growth phase of your business, it's really essential that you're getting your message out to as many people as you possibly can. So we understand the value of reels by now, but there has been so there have been so many updates, so many changes to reels. And now that we've kind of gone out of this stage of uh, what could we say, like experimenting with them, practicing, creating them, getting like finding this place of acceptance that they're not going anywhere. And in fact, short form video content is just going to continue to uh, be a priority for content creators and also social media platforms. Now it's time to really understand, well, where is the trends? Where are the trends going with creating reels? But more importantly, if you're a business owner and you're monetizing your social media What do you need to know about Reels and your content strategy? We're going to cover off all of those things today. I know you're going to absolutely love and enjoy the conversation. So let's jump in. Hello, gorgeous Alyssa. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm so good. Aside from the flustered events that happened before we clicked record today, holy moly. I was just saying, I don't know how to pronounce Mercury Retrograde Gade. Gatorade, you get the picture. I don't like you. Stop it. We don't like you. Go away. 
But aside from that, we're good. And we're here and we're going to talk about reels today. We haven't had Super a reels. <laughs> a real reels conversation for a while, but so much has changed, right, Alyssa, since reels has originally come out as a tool that content creators can use on Instagram. Well, we're really interested in kind of getting into today. Ignore. Do you know what? That I'm I don't even know what that noise is right now. There's like I'm a tap situation gonna, happening. We're just gonna roll go with, with it. it. Just roll with it. Yeah. We're rolling with it. So Alyssa, what are some like recent updates or changes that you feel like our audience really needs to know about when it comes to Reels since it first came out as a mm-hmm. as a tool? Oh, so much. So when Reels were originally kind of dropped on Instagram around, I think it was like August 2020, depending on where you're located, when you got the update, people were kind of just like having fun. Uh, we saw lots of dancing, lots of pointing, lots of just like fluff, basically. Yeah. And pretty much in that kind of like almost two years, we've seen trends become a really good, like a really big thing, whether it's like a particular like trending audio, it might be a voiceover, um, it might be like a little dance you have to learn. And like, I hated those ones because I'm so uncoordinated. <laughs> so we saw a lot of fluff and a lot of like, oh, this has come from Entertainment. TikTok. Yeah, like this has come from TikTok. Now two weeks later, it's going to appear on Instagram. So it was all very like fluffy, entertaining kind of content. But more so recently, Adam Mazzari, who's like the head honcho of Instagram, like CEO, basically came out and announced and sent like Instagram into like mini meltdown mode when he normally gives those announcements and basically said Instagram is prioritizing original content. Now, as a social media coach, you can imagine the messages from my clients being like, oh my God, like, what does this mean? Like, can I yeah. not use trends? And it was a little bit alarming for some people. But essentially what's happening is Instagram is really trying hard to compete with TikTok. It's obvious. They are the platform. They want to be where everyone is. So what they've noticed is people want to see more original, unique content. We don't want to scroll through our feeds and see 100 people recreating the same, you know, same dance, same song, same voiceover. Uh What they want is they really want content that is informative, that is more creative, that isn't just based on, you know, here's a song, have fun with it. It's literally Uh been made by the creator. So that's been really like what the timeline has been about. And probably for the past few months, I've had a little bit of fun myself because I was getting so bored of like relying on trends, um, creating content was so hard. Yeah, creating content was so hard because like I couldn't make content unless I had like a good trending song or something like that. So I was really relying on trends. So like a couple of months ago when I had to batch my content quite far in advance for some reasons, um, I started putting out original content unknowingly. Like I didn't know this was a thing. I just thought, oh, I haven't got time to like wait around for a voiceover from Schitt's Creek to drop so I can you know, post my reel. Yeah. And I started, yeah, I started putting out original content and I noticed people were liking it. So pretty much I started doing it. So then when Adam announced it, I was like, I sound like I know him when I say when Adam announced it. Um, <laughs> Just you know, your bro. My bestie. We know each my other. Um, so when he announced <laughs> that, I was like, oh, I'm not shocked that this is where things are going. Um, yeah. But yeah, basically that's been the evolution of original content. Like we've gone from, cookie cutter, follow what other people are doing to being technically now, not forced, but 
encouraged and rewarded if you are making original content? Yeah, I feel like trending content is fun to make, but it's not necessarily fun for the viewer. Like, what was that? Oh, this was going back even before Reels. Like when you'd watch everyone on YouTube or maybe like on Snapchat do that whole mannequin challenge. It's like, it's fun to create for you and like your office and with your friends. But how many of those freaking videos can you see until you get bored of it and you're like, oh, yeah. you know, like the plank challenge or whatever it is. I feel like trends in general uh-huh. are fun to make, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the consumer of that content is going to be super engaged and excited. You're so right. Yeah. And even with trending content, you are quite limited as to like what value you can share. So for example, it's so much easier for me to jump on and do a 60 second reel, you know, giving you three tips on growing your reach rather than doing like some dodgy voiceover to some movie and then putting all the value in my caption where people don't really want to read that. So you really can nurture your audience a lot more with original content. And it's also really good because it's more of a way for your audience to actually get to know you because you're not trying to like fit into this mold of this trend. Like you are actually like having to speak for yourself. You're having to come up with your own ideas. So you're going to be a little, like, I guess more magnetic to people because you'll be, you're able to show more of your personality with original content. Yeah. And when you are thinking of your strategy, especially for your business and your content strategy, when you're constantly following trends, I found that this is something that I was doing. I would start looking at like my favorite things and I do enjoy making them of voiceovers mm-hmm. versus like the transition reels for me. I got over yeah. them really quickly, like mm-hmm. flip my hat, flip my hair, cup to the screen. All that. <laughs> I mean, like, like I still actually enjoy watching them because I still yeah. get surprised. I'm like, oh, that was cool or outfit change or whatever. But like for me, it was easier to do the like mm-hmm. the fun voiceovers. However, at the same time, I found myself going, oh, I really like this, like, voiceover. Oh, this is so funny. Like, this is gold. But then I'm like, but now I have to fit that into my content yes. strategy instead of making my content strategy fit into the video content that I was yeah. creating. Yeah. So that's where mm-hmm. business owners sometimes get lost with reels because they have been trying to fit, oh, I love this reel audio. How do I use it? Like, they're working. They're working, like, the wrong way back, if that makes sense. So you should, mm-hmm. your content needs like you need to decide on the intention of your content and then make content based on that not find like a funny voiceover and be like yeah I'm gonna make this magically work for a piece of content I want to put out so and even something else to add original content what I've noticed as well because I batch all my content was doing like you know three tips for this or just like you know tutorials so much easier they don't take as much time like there's trying to like remember a voiceover or like trying to do a transition so that's one thing I've definitely noticed with original content but I digress a little bit as I just that popped into my head so I don't forget it no some digressions are worth digressing (laughs) to that was one of them I want to know from you what are some like so some uh women listening in might be like Mm -hmm. oh how daunting original content like Mm -hmm. content in general and reels and creating video might already feel daunting and now I have to be original I feel like there's I wanted to speak into the mindset of this there'd probably be a little bit of hesitation or fear there because when we're being like when we're just copying something or hiding behind a trend it's like oh well everyone's doing it this isn't my original idea so it's already funny 
I'm already, I'm just going to yeah. do something that's already funny. Mm-hmm. When you go and attempt to do something entertaining or, or, or like emotion provoking or educational and it's original, you're being more vulnerable. So there's that added pressure around like, well, is this even good? Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips around how to, or like what you would say to the woman listening going, yeah. well, what are some tips around creating, where do I start? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, before I give you some tips, I want to tell you about my first experience of making original content. So this was like a couple months ago. I just had this like random idea pop into my head because I'd say, I say like different types of social media coaches on Instagram. So I see like the woo-woo ones. I see like the super like Facebook ads, kind of like corporate style. Then I see like ones who seem to always be on holidays all the time. And I just was like, I'm going to make a reel putting together all these different personas of social media coaches. Uh-huh. And I put it together. Oh, I, I saw that one. Yeah. I, it. I was yeah. cracking myself up filming it. But then yeah. when I went to go, like, I was like, oh my God, I'm so funny. Like I, I think I'm funny anyway. But when I did it, I was like, this is gold. Anyway, I went to go press posts and I just had all of this fear. I was like, oh my God, what if I'm the only one who laughs at this? What if like no one thinks this is funny? What if no one like engages with it? This is going to be super awkward because it's true. It's your idea when it's original content. And sometimes it can be very difficult to like separate yourself from like the result of a piece of content. Um, In business, we get so caught up being like my business is my identity. So like when I was putting this reel out, I was like, oh my God, people aren't going to think I'm funny. So it wasn't even about the content. Anyway, I put it out, people loved it. But that wasn't the point of it. So if you are, I guess, nervous, maybe feeling like, you know, you maybe you're just like not sure where to begin, just start with something super simple. So let's say you have a carousel post or like a feed post that performs really well. So go into your insights, Look for a piece of content that's performed well or that you feel confident talking about and literally do a reel where you are just talking through. You might list three tips for doing something. Mm-hmm. It, it's exactly like filming a story where you are talking in your stories and giving a little bit of value. Just start with a basic talking one and choose like choose a topic that you know you feel confident talking about and simplify it so literally Mm -hmm. I did one last night where I was like three tips for you know being more consistent on stories and literally in the real all I did was list three tips with a little bit of background like a Mm -hmm. one sentence per tip so I Mm -hmm. didn't stretch myself in that one it was a super good piece of content because it was digestible but I didn't have a giant script to rehearse and don't even like even just from a tech point of view something you can do is you don't have to memorize the whole script Like just press start, stop recording and then do it again. Like they don't have to be perfect. And I think that's the best part about original content because you don't need to use like the align tool to like make sure you're in the right spot. Like they can be messy. And if you go onto my page, you'll see all my original content. Like in one clip, I'm over there. Then the other clip, I'm like, God knows where. So, you know, it can be a bit more like, I guess, authentic, not as polished. So start with, yeah, basically moral of the story is start with something simple um, that you feel confident talking about and just bring it back to bare basics. Like it doesn't need to be like a 90 second reel. It can be like 30 second reel, 15 second reel. So start with something simple for original content. Yeah. Speaking of time, like 15 versus 30 second reel. Now we've got the 60 second reel. Yeah. And I've got 90 on my um, reels. I probably do too. Yeah. I'm... I've never even considered it. I'm... Yeah. 
like that's almost alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, have you found that any particular time span for a real performs better than another one mm-hmm. from so your I kind tend, of experience? Yeah. I tend to find my reels between the 15 to 30 seconds perform really mm-hmm. well. Um, mm-hmm. short, like, I mean, I have done some reels that are like more 60 seconds, which are like my funny reels where I'm like impersonating people and things like that because it's that I can sustain people in that because I'm changing outfits, I'm changing mm-hmm. characters. Uh, there's things to keep people there. Whereas if yeah. you're kind of just sharing tips and just talking and stuff, 60 seconds can be like a long time, which sounds so silly, but like 60 seconds can be a long time. Just think about how long 60 seconds is when you're doing a plank. It's literally so long. So mm-hmm. like doing the shorter reels are really good because on social media, people don't have long attention spans. Like we literally have yeah. three seconds to pull someone in. So you don't want them to be sitting there for a minute being like, okay, like when is this over? Like you want to grab them. You want to give them the value that you can in that period of time. And then, you know, if you want to share more information with them, maybe send them to a longer piece of content. Maybe it's a blog, maybe it's a YouTube video, maybe it's a podcast. So use your reels as like little snippets of value. And then you can send them over to long forms of content if you have more to share with them. So I like to say 15 to 30 seconds is like a good a good amount for people so they don't get bored. Yeah, I personally, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I see reels as a really great way to attract the attention of your audience of your ideal audience for them to quickly identify whether you are someone that is going to solve an internal or external problem for them it's like that awareness piece it's like oh and I know this because like when I'm doing my real scroll or I come across someone I will know very quickly I'm like oh you know she's got this exercise program or this wellness routine or this blah blah membership that might solve my problem in that small kind of video right but it's your long-form content that you lead that audience to from that attention grabbing piece of content rather than just a still image or a carousel slide for example Mm -hmm. for me is a really great way to educate your clients however it's not going to necessarily be depending on what's you know, on that piece of content, mm-hmm. going to be something that grabs their attention. So if you're wanting to expand your reach and reach an audience that sometimes surpasses your own followers count, mm-hmm. Reels is the best way to do that. But then yeah. you want to ensure that you're flowing them into a place where they're going to build more trust and uh, get to know you more. Yeah. What are some great tips then around how to do that because essentially the other thing that I can see with reels is this issue of well there's this aspect of virality and excitement over engagement of course you have more opportunity to go viral and have more engagement with a reel than you do a post but then what's important for business owners then to remember to not get too caught up in just the numbers and remember that the purpose of this content is still very much to sell a product or a service what is your tips around you know, having fun with reels, but still having that purpose of conversion Mm -hmm. and getting them to then notice your blog or your podcast or your caption even. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? So first key thing is the, I guess the thing that annoys me the most about reels, just airing my dirty laundry, is the fact that business owners do not treat it sometimes seriously enough. So I'm not meaning Mm -hmm. like you have to be super strict, but like 
behind every piece of content, you need to have an intention behind it. So this is why I'm so happy that Instagram is now prioritizing original content because for too long, business owners, me included, not perfect, it was just a simple, it was just easy just to make a reel just because. Right. But now yeah. you have to be intentional. So first key thing is make it work for your strategy, whatever your content strategy is. Every time you put a piece of content out, reels in this case, you need to ask yourself, is this educating? Is it connecting? Is it promoting? If it doesn't hit one of those three marks for me, I normally tell my clients to like reconsider it or adapt the angle, um, change something about it so that it isn't, ju- it isn't just a piece of content floating out there. It should contribute towards your greater goal. So, for example, the greater goals for my reels are to educate and connect. I don't do much promotion on my reels just because I find most people who see my reels are like new to my page. Um, it's kind of like the first point of like, I guess, contact for a lot of people. Yeah, so awareness. me promoting yeah. to them, yeah, me promoting to them is just kind of like, cold selling to them and I know it's not going to be something effective so ways that I make sure I build relationships by using my reels is then by you know telling have a CTA in your reel so if you want to let's say you're sharing I don't know three tips about something in your industry at the end of the reel if you want them to read your caption which might include some information about a freebie or joining your email list you need to actually tell them what to do so at the end Mm -hmm. of that reel have a CTA direct them to the caption direct them to the free, you know, free guide in your bio. Like don't think of reels as like an exception in content. Like it still needs to follow the principles. So, you know, make, make it an intention intentional and then have a CTA based on what your goal is of that reel. They're probably like the two key things I would say. Um, And then another thing is don't get caught. Everyone thinks, oh, my reels just have to be relatable, have to be relatable, have to be relatable. Make them educational, um, show your social proof, like treat them like other forms of content. So that's going to help, like, I guess, distinguish people. Like, I, uh, for example, I get a lot of clients be like, oh, sometimes I feel like I'm a blog, not a business, like I'm not selling, everyone's engaging with my content. That's often mm-hmm. because we just create content that makes people laugh and they don't actually consider us as like a business if we're like Mm -hmm. relying on trends or things like that. So make sure you are having like, you know, information about how people can work with you, how people can watch your YouTube channel, how people can download and, you know, join your email list. So have like your business hat on basically is what I'm saying when you're also making reels so you don't forget to promote different aspects of your business. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I feel like absolutely. I could like literally go on a hundred tangents. No, absolutely. I love it. I'll give you an example of yeah. uh, what you were saying before around having a page full of mm. great educational content or viral content or content that is getting a lot of engagement, but not necessarily the yeah. client getting sales. And then just this one change that they implemented using Reels with a CTA or for those who don't know, what a CTA is, it's call to action, is I had a client who was educating in the postpartum space and she was selling um, programs like sleep training. I think we actually shared the same client at one point as well. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So breastfeeding, she uh, was a doula. She had breastfeeding advice and helped women and their babies get sleep in a gentle way. 
And her content was amazing. She was already trying reels, getting messy with them, um, getting out of her comfort zone. And she was giving away a lot of really great information. And so a lot of mums, new mums were resonating with her content. She was getting a lot of engagement, a lot of likes, but not necessarily mm. a lot of actual bookings or sales. And when I did a bit of an audit of her reels and her page, I said, we're missing one thing here. It's like, everyone knows how like awesome and valuable you are but they actually don't know how to work with you yes oh my gosh she created a very simple reel where she demonstrated the key areas of how she can help you so like gentle sleep training uh breastfeeding support looking after you you know when you come home from the hospital with a call to action of simply book a consultation call or a discovery call uh, to find out how we can work together. Yeah. And I think it was something like within just that one reel that she posted within a couple of hours, she had like four or five inquiries mm-hmm. right away. So yeah. it's like all of these women were already waiting for that invitation, yeah. um, but they just didn't, you know, sometimes we have to dump things down on Instagram. 100%. Because, and uh, it's so true. <laughs> like you will, and that's the thing, like, And also don't believe you should just like promote once and then be like, oh, I'm done for a month or I'm done. Oh, yes. Like this is a consistent thing. So for example, I've just come out of launch period and I was literally promoting my service for like six weeks. There was like wait list and like then I was hard and fast launching it for like the final week when doors opened. But literally at like the 11th hour before my doors closed, I had one spot left and I posted it like on my stories. Someone literally messaged me being like, hey, like I've been watching your stories for like six weeks. Can we like quickly jump on a call? I think I want to join. It was like literally like. You were sold out. (laughs) Yeah. And then she she joined and she literally said, oh, like I was just watching you. And then like the message just landed. She was like, I knew, but like I just had to keep seeing the message. So, you know, in your reels, in your, you know, in your call to actions, um, you know, continue to remind people that you actually have a product or a service that you can offer them to buy. Because we think that everyone goes, oh, yeah, they'll remember me. They'll remember me. No, they won't. You are not their number one priority. Like my business is not my client's number one priorities or like my followers' number one priority. I need to continuously remind them how to work with me, how they can access me how they can join my email list because they're not sitting there thinking about us all day. They've got things to do. So you need to like continuously remind them, here's how to work with me. Here's how to work with me. Here's how to work with me. Like a hundred percent. And like, just think about, I think about how many times I get distracted within like five minutes. Mm -hmm. Imagining yourself, like when you go to your phone to go like check your electricity bill and your Mm -hmm. providers app, and like put it in your calendar and the next minute you're on Instagram and then you've received an email and you're just like why did I go there right yeah. yeah that is what is happening to your consumer and your audience constantly you are not the only creator you're not the only person in your industry that is providing a service yeah. and it does take a number of times I love that you spoke about this and that mm-hmm. is in this example the six weeks of watching your stories why does it take some people that six weeks? They yeah. are still building that trust. They are mm-hmm. still, oh, yes. And they need, sometimes it's that last minute that the doors yeah. are about to shut, girlfriend. You make your decision. They need it. They're going to wait. But so many people really do give up on launch, like within mm-hmm. their first 24 hours or 48 yes. hours of putting something out there or even just trying to sell something once you promote it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, 
well, it must not be very good because I got no interest. No, girlfriend. Like you need to continuously post, talk, promote, talk, sell. And I think part of that, I don't know what you think of this, that I think we always have to work on our ability to expand our nervous system, to sit in that energy of selling without feeling so like anxious about it. Yes, I used to feel so uncomfortable about selling and now Mm. I just actually enjoy it because I'm like, if I sell, I'm going to sign up like an amazing new client who I'm going to be able to help. Like it is actually a positive thing now. I actually enjoy selling. Um, It's not something I feel guilty about. It's not something I feel uncomfortable or judged by anymore. And I think when you have a business, you know, for example, maybe working marketing, whatever it is, you have to like kind of get rid of the, the shame and just think like, let's be honest, if we were men we would have absolutely no shame whatsoever around selling mm-hmm. our product our service so I think it's just time that we have to like own it and that's something I help my clients with so much because they're like oh I'm so uncomfortable selling I'm like my god you have a business you need to sell your product and service you are obviously amazing at what you do you just need to remind people like at the end of the day if they don't want to see you selling they can just unfollow you they were never going to be a client anyway like if their selling triggers you um, triggers them, annoys them, whatever it is, just like they will just leave or just not look at your content anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't you want them to leave? Like, if you think about it, do yeah. you really want your social media space to be full of people that are never going to buy from you, that are just going to take, take, take from yeah. you, but never, never be interested in giving back? Now, I don't think everybody needs to be someone that's your consumer because I think mm. communities built in different ways. Yeah. Like, you can have women who promote things of yours mm-hmm. for you yeah essentially like I had you. women in my right yeah 100% but they are not triggered by your promoting mm-hmm. and I think that I know this is a very cliche thing to say in the self-development space but this is where this is a really great example of where you know when people are judging you it's it's more of a reflection on what's going on for them. They're triggered by something yeah. in the way that you're showing up. So when you're showing up confidently and you've got your business and you've got, you know, something that you want to share with the world, just know that if someone feels yuck about that or judgmental towards you around that, it's probably got to do with something that they're lacking within themselves that they're yes. unhappy about, whether it's yeah. your confidence that's so confronting for them. Like how is she showing up confidently? Mm-hmm. And you know what you're actually, this is, said with a with a lot of love too to doing that woman a favor because every time she's triggered every time she feels uncomfortable she has an opportunity to perhaps she will perhaps she went in that moment to look in within herself and do some inner work around that but in general if someone's not interested in what you have to sell you kind of don't need them cluttering your your space it's like seeing all these viewers but Mm. it's like fake engagement almost like you don't actually need it you don't need it I totally agree with that. Yeah. And the other thing that you touched on, now I've lost my train of thought, but I just loved when you spoke about around launching. Around, no, you know what, Alyssa? So I've totally lost it. It will come back when we, when we end, yeah. when we end this session. I guess what I would love to kind of wrap up with before yeah. we chat about how the incredible women listening in could potentially work with you or get amongst your energy is what are some key, so the reverse of like tips, what are some key mistakes that you see women 
make when it comes to creating video, specifically like reels content for their business? I know we've Mm -hmm. touched on some, but is there any that we've missed or any that you want to speak more into? I was literally talking to um, the women in my group program about this last night. And Mm -hmm. that is consuming, I say like air quotes as I say this word, your competitor's content. Now, Mm -hmm. when we follow or we stalk, whatever it is, our competitor's content, sometimes we subconsciously like pick up on the words they're saying or try and make content in their style. And I actually saw a client start making content without even knowing Mm -hmm. exactly like a competitor. Now, Mm -hmm. one thing is, just try and steer clear of following your competitors sometimes just because of the fact that, you know, you don't want to start making content like other people. You are Mm. your unique selling proposition. So whether you think you need to, you know, compete with people on Instagram, whether you think, you know, they're doing a better job than you, try and like stay in your own lane when you're making your content. So it doesn't mean you can't follow any of your like quote unquote competitors, but just try and limit the consumption of that because whether you, you might decide to like, oh, I'm going to take this from them. But sometimes you might subconsciously just pick up, like, you know, when you hang around people and you start saying the same words that they start saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to subconsciously start making content like your competitors is the first thing. And then it just in relation to that, just like a little side note off of that is, don't like because you'll start comparing yourself basically like I had a client who was like oh she makes such better content than me like you know look at her reels look at mine and I was like well the good like you are you so that has to shine in your content so don't look at other people as like competition look at them kind of like as okay they're doing their thing I'll do my thing are probably like key mistakes that I find people make Mm -hmm. another thing with content is not showing up So this probably is going to trigger a lot of people. But whether you have a product, whether you have a service, you are not actually selling your product or your service. You are selling your story. You're selling your transformation, the transformation that you can provide people with and how you can help people. For example, let's use a product in this. Georgie Stevenson, I don't buy Naked Harvest because of their products. I literally buy it because of Georgie. There are a hundred other people out there that I can purchase this product from and probably spend less on, but I don't care because it's Georgie. I'm like, she's so cool. She's a vibe. I love what she's about. So you need to start like building a personal brand in your content alongside like sharing your value, um, you know, inspiring people, motivating people and letting them know how they can work with you. I get clients all the time purely because they're like, oh, you're just like sunshine. Like they'll literally say things like that. I'm like, are you joking? But okay. Um, (laughs) But it's because like they can go work with a hundred other social media coaches who offer the same thing, probably know very similar content, but because of my style of coaching, my personality, that is like, I guess like a selling point for them. So, you know, show up, like take, you know, make the bold move because it will pay off. It will pay off in dividends after because people will choose to work with you because they vibe with you. You know, they feel something that they don't feel with other people. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, I'm going to refrain from saying that (laughs) statement because I say it all of the time. <laughs> I need to find something new. I couldn't agree with you more. I love yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited about everything that you're saying. But first of all, I completely agree with uh, the comparison mm. game. I'm huge in staying in your lane. As a mom, I often have to remind myself of how other women show up. Yeah. Polished versus 
you know what? I got to be my active wear today. Mm -hmm. I have two little kids literally running around the lounge room while I'm trying to share some tips on this or that. It's going to look different. My behind the scenes looks different. And I think consumption in general should be reduced as a business owner. You're not a, you're, you are a creator now, mm-hmm. consume less, create more because yes. consumption absolutely zaps your creativity. 100%. It puts fear into your body. It, it, the comparison game oh, completely yeah. strips you off. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's natural. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. I don't care how much inner work you do. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Instagram is designed in a way to, to inspire you, but also create FOMO within you. Right. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter how conscious you are or how aware you are. If you're consuming as much as you're creating, your creativity is going to be zapped. 100%. And in regards to the personal brand, what I say to business owners is you get to be your own influencer. So sure. Mm-hmm. If you were to go out and pay someone like Georgie Stevenson, you might be looking at, oh, I don't know, <laughs> 30 to $50,000 for a post, right? Yeah. You get to be your own magic. And just like I said before, and I loved how you mentioned you are going to be someone's mm. vibe, right? Yeah. You're going to be, you might think that you're boring. You might think that oh God, you're me? average. <laughs> I'm like in active wear all the time. It's people like, you're such a vibe. I'm like, are you actually joking? Like, what the hell? Um, it's funny. It just shows we, you're someone's. Yeah, yeah, we look at ourselves and we're like, oh, I'm so boring. Or like, for example, I wear active wear all day, all that stuff. But then for someone else, they don't like see that. They see like your energy. They see like how you show up, um, how excited you are and those things. So like, yeah, I I was shocked when people were like, I like your vibe. I'm like, I don't think there's any vibes going on here. But <laughs> <laughs> but they also see what's possible for them in you. Yeah. So like if, if, if you are another young woman that you know, isn't working in some fancy office in the city, but she's working from the desk of her home and she's building her business in her active wear, those women are going to look at you and go, she's a vibe for me because what other women are doing isn't attainable. And that's what I remind myself as a mom, you know, for, for, I get comments similar to you. I, in Mm. less than, I don't get vibe a lot. I wish I got that like, I would like that one. I get inspiring. You're so inspiring. And I'm like, really? Because, you know, I've got my laundry sitting over there and my dishes Mm -hmm. just like you. And, but to them, I am inspiring because they can resonate with all of my daily tasks and things that, and maybe perhaps they're not even mothers yet, but maybe they want to be a mom and they're looking at me and thinking, wow, I can still grow a business. I can do what she's doing and juggle motherhood and let it be messy and let it look a certain way and not have like the most gorgeous, aesthetically looking business. And that is inspiring. So you are a vibe to someone. So I love that message. We, there were so many, so much magic in this little episode, but Alyssa, I know the girls listening in are going to be like, where can I find this vibe? Where yeah, can I get where, around her Where's energy? this vibey girl? <laughs> where's this vibey girl and her active wear um, and her lemons? Yeah, so <laughs> you'll, you'll lemons know. Everywhere. Yeah, you'll, you'll if know. you go on my Instagram, you'll, you'll, you'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> so basically, if you like lemons, definitely I'm your girl. check out. <laughs> yeah, she's your girl for sure. No, you will, you'll know what we you. When you know, you'll know what we, yeah, you'll have a yeah. giggle. But yeah. where do you hang out, my friends? What is happening in your life at the moment that you want to share or in your business world? Tell us all the oh, things. 
so much. So if you want to hang out with me and be in my vibes, um, definitely locate me on Instagram. So at Blue Communications, um, no E at the end of blue. You will see all the lemons and the bright page. So you will know it's me. Um, That is where I hang out. That is where I share my value. That is where I, you know, inspire you to push yourself out of your comfort zone on Instagram. Um, That's where I share like all my goodness on there. Now, there are so many things happening in my world at the moment. But if you are, you know, interested in, like I have a Reels mini course coming out soon. Mm -hmm. So very fitting for this conversation. And I had been putting this off for a while and then original content, you know, that bombshell dropped and I was like, oh yeah, this is the time because my DMs from clients were like, what is this? Like panic mode. Um, So that is coming out. So if you go follow me, you will see all of the juicy, I guess, I guess like little breadcrumbs that I'm going to be dropping very soon. Um, But I have other coaching, um, I guess, one-on-one support but you can definitely book in a free one-on-one call with me. Um, even mm. just to like, tell me about where you're at. Um, let me know your goals and we can really discuss, you know, where you are, where you want to go and maybe like what, what will be suitable for you. And even if you just want to have a good chat, like happy to, happy to chat to everyone. I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much, babe. It has Thank been you. such a blast. We've learned so much and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Amazing. Thank you. Fred, before you go, I need to say thank you so much for tuning in today. I know that if you listen to my podcast, that you are my human. And I love to connect with my soul sisters, business besties, align business babes on social. So send me a DM with any mindset, business or wellness questions, because my inbox is so open to you. I also read each of your reviews personally and love to personally thank you. So please screenshot them and DM me or email them to hello at hersoulfulsuccess.com. I will personally thank you and send you a copy of my 30 days of journal prompts. Also, if you haven't already, follow my podcast Insta. The link is in my bio so you can stay up to date with all the potty goffs and tag your girlfriends because you know that friends that listen to podcasts together stay together. Or is that not a thing? I don't know. But every time you share this podcast with someone, you are really helping me help more women live a soulfully successful life. And I appreciate you for that. Love, love, love you. And I'll catch you in the next episode. I just didn't know